Happy Friday, Fritz. Welcome. Did you notice anything different? I canned the intro. We're just going to go right at it. Here we go. It is March 25th, 2022. And it is Friday, 1.51 p.m. in the afternoon. And my brain feels like Monday, which is totally okay because, like, I like Monday. Monday is the day of the week to start fresh and kick ass. That's just, like, I used to hate Mondays, and I have come to love Mondays because it's a new day to, to go out, kick ass, take names. It's great. And usually, um, like, my long ride or long run or both are done for the week, and I have a few more days to recover. <laughs> Oh, that's just me being selfish with my time. So yesterday was Thursday, and the day before was Wednesday. I mean, I know, I know. That's groundbreaking information right there. Yesterday was uh, U Conferences, uh, Imperfectly U Conference. And um, I have been working with Kendra Aris for a few years now on in uh, and a bunch of other people now too okay not a bunch of other people now and a bunch of other people a small group of us um that she allowed to help her organize plan do all the things for the U conferences and it's such it's it's a it's a it's a labor of love and um Yesterday was our Imperfectly You conference, and I have not been able to um, contribute as much. I've missed a shit ton of meetings this last year um, in the planning committee. And, like, a lot of it is not – I don't, like, contribute a whole lot. The photography part of things is, like, my contribution. So my day of is most of the work for me, and afterwards, like, you know, in post-processing and whatnot – And, um, so like the planning, I'm not organized. Um, you know, we bounce ideas off of each other. So, you know, obviously I contribute there some, but it's like my role is not that critical in getting hashed out beforehand. Usually it's like a a 30 second conversation or maybe two minutes and we're good. So I, I dig that. It's easy, uh, figure it outable very figure outable. It's, I mean, it's pretty much the same. I do headshots for the conference attendees. That's part of what you get when you buy your ticket and go is that you get an updated headshot day of. So a lot of people take advantage of that. It's kind of fun. Um, people hate having their photo taken and, um, it's my job to kind of, you know, joke with them and make shit and make them laugh and feel not quite so uncomfortable. And it's a good time. So yesterday's group was, crowd was uh of attendees was really good it was a lot of fun and um I met some new people met some like people acquaintances of acquaintances I met a lady yesterday who was the younger sister of um a guy who used to work he was a salesman at Canon Equipment in Raleigh like Canon Equipment hasn't been Canon Equipment in Raleigh for a long time. Orly Rawson was his name. I remember old Orly 
from when I was a kid. He was like my grandpa's age. And um, yeah, I remember him. She, We got to talking just random, you know, because I start random conversations with people. And this is how I know so many people like all over the place is because I start conversations with strangers because I'm weird. But it's so cool to like learn about people. I enjoy learning about people because I think people are fucking cool. And like the things that people know and the people that people know and life experiences. And I love that. And we were talking and I said, you know, kind of we were talking about where we were from and whatnot. And she's like, oh, well, you're way too young to remember this, but, and I'm like, shut up. You're kidding. When she said Orly, I knew exactly who he was. I remember him. Um, stuff like that. It's so neat to 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 see those connections and have find those connections in you know I I probably would never have crossed paths with her at any point other t- other than you know at this conference and you know you make those connections and it's really cool to see where these connections grow to next and that is like at the core of why Kendra wanted to start this to begin with was like there's all kinds of resources for networking and connection and business building and everything in the corporate world, you know, because typically big business understands that this is a good thing to have, yada, yada, yada. But there was really not anything available in our area for that type of connection and learning and teaching experiences and I mean, granted, there's a lot of networking opportunities in the in the corridor area, the Cedar Valley area, um, but like not to the level of what um, she had envisioned and has been able to build. And we've been able to contribute to and build more. It's so neat. I am, I am a huge U Conference fan and cheerleader, and I did not do my due diligence in blabbing it all over the internet like I usually do to promote going into this one. Um, Life got a little bit of the better of me and my own work and business has like all consumed my life and uh, I did not give it the the airtime that I normally do and um, I'll remember that for next year. Um, So it was really good. The speakers were fucking amazing. They're always amazing, you guys. Like, so good. The people that are in our area of our little tiny piece of earth here, there are such valuable resources of people. And I mean, I know I say this all the time, I'm such a people nerd. But it's true, like that connection factor. And you just if you take the time to get to know somebody and have a a genuine conversation with somebody who you would not like, wouldn't be like in your normal run-of-the-mill everyday person that you would think you would be friends with. Like, it's mind expanding, which is cool. That's growth. That's something we all need. We all get, you know, head down in our in our world and on our path of what we're doing. And we're like head down, nose to the grindstone. And we forget to look up a lot of times and look around uh, and like embrace the other people that are doing the same things we are. Like, it's just, 
it's so powerful. And it's really almost, it's a very grounding experience going to this. I, I fucking love it. And um, it's connecting with other women is, is just is so cool. Like women are amazing. And we have been able to broaden. One of the things that we have worked really hard at is bringing in people who would not be like in our normal circle of friends and, you know, business partners and stuff like that. We've, we've worked really hard to try and expand it to gauge interest and, you know, pull in other people outside of our quote circle to learn from them and experience from them. And like, it's so cool to see how somebody who grew up different than us, you know, has grown throughout their life and the experiences that they've had that have helped mold and shape them and um, morph them into the person that they are now. You know, we, we all have a story and your story is powerful. And I find the one thing that, that I find that I'm going to mess this up. <laughs> so many people get stuck in their story. They let their story hold them. They hold to that, right? Our story is us. It's our, it's our history. The things we've gone through in life, the lessons we've learned, the things we've overcome, that, that makes up who we are in, a, in part. I mean, obviously we are, genetics are strong, guys. I mean, like genetics are strong and there are traits and characteristics that we inherit from our previous generations. And that's real shit. Um, but the effects, socialization, um, life experience, all that has an effect on us as well. And the biggest thing that I have noticed, learned, experienced in working with Kendra and you conferences and the other women that are on the committee and the speakers and the attendees is that everybody's got a story, right? But it's what how you choose to either stay living in that story or living on that story that makes the biggest difference in your life. And what I mean by that, and, and Dusty had said, has said this to me before. I've heard him say this a couple different times. You either, you either live in your story or you live on your story. I don't know if I'm saying that exactly right, but it's pretty close to that. If you live in it, then you're just like stuck there. Nobody wants to be fucking stuck. But if you, you, you appreciate it, you learn from it, and you let it propel you forward and pull the lessons from that story to help you grow and become a better person and do bigger things and keep moving forward. Always forward momentum. Always forward momentum. That's that's where the key is. You can't stay in it. You you gotta you gotta let that go. You you let that shit come in and you process it. You allow the the lessons to teach you what you need to be taught. And then you let those go and you keep moving. They're always going to be in the back of your head. That stuff's always going to be in your heart. But whether you 
stay stuck in there or you go further, that's your choice. That's each one of us. That's our choice. Summer Meyer talked about, man, you, you guys, wow. If you weren't there and you missed her story, holy shit. And her thing is you either get bitter or you get better, bitter or better. And she's so right. That's the whole thing. Like it is, um, hang on a second. Okay. I had to do something real quick. (laughs) I paused. So you'd be like, what the hell? Um, the whole thing is like you either, the story, either you're stuck and you can just sit there and be pissy pants about it and be mad at the world and woe is me and my life's so bad and everything's so hard and the world is just terrible place to be in and all this bad shit's happened to me and blah, 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 on and on and on. And you can stay in there and sit there and fucking marinate in it or you can get better from it. I know, I know people, I have friends who can't let that shit go. And it just sits there and eats at them and eats at them and eats at them and eats at them. That's not good. I mean, everybody has struggles. We all have hard times and everybody's heart is different. Like uh, another friend of mine stopped in this morning and she was telling me about one of her um, people that she has that she works with. She's an older lady who grew up in like the hood in downtown Chicago in like the dangerous you don't walk outside at night because you're going to be dead get shot type neighborhood like you didn't know if somebody was going to mug you when you were going into your apartment or whatever and she's very um, particular about not letting people into her home well she grew up it wasn't safe to let people in her home they would rob from you. They would kill you. They didn't care. She was in a really rough place. It was a very dangerous place. So you, she was able to get herself and her children out of that place into a better place. But she still has those insecurities for her safety. Which, I mean, I don't know about you. I, I lock my fucking doors. I don't, I'm, I have an overactive imagination. We didn't as a kid. We never did. Never thought about it. You know, we lived in the country in the middle of nowhere and we didn't lock our doors because it just wasn't a thing. We didn't worry about somebody coming in and hurting us or stealing from us or any of that. I mean, like we really didn't have anything to steal, but you know, um, it was never a thought in my head. I do now just because I've exposed myself to too many CSI shows and all (laughs) I used to watch Criminal Minds and all this stuff that makes my imagination just go like all the all the bells and whistles of are going off. I I have an overactive imagination. It's terrible. It makes me a crazy person sometimes. But if you actually grew up in that situation and you'd be really wary of people and I get it and it's she got herself out of that place 
and was able to move her children out of that place and they are doing well and they're doing well for themselves. You know, they're making a life of their own and, but she has trust issues. I don't think like, and, and this was a very brief conversation. I don't know this woman at all, but I just got the feeling that that's just the one thing that she just keeps and has moved on from the rest of it. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. And I kind of went down a little, little rabbit hole there. I was not expecting to go that way. It's okay. Y'all are used to it, right? It's all good. And uh, yeah, so connecting with people. And, you know, the stories of you with you conferences has been such a cool addition. When someone, when a, a room full of people can make a connection to one person who is talking about their, telling their story, the similarities and connection points and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Escaped my brain. Like you identify with that person. You relate. Relatability. That's what it is. Relatability. Oh my God. When a whole room full of people can relate in a number of different manners to what this person's story is, that connection and that bond, there's a bond formed when you share, you know, those things that are, you don't like to talk about and like really are kind of painful and, you know, you're opening up your heart and your protected area, your feelings to a room full of people. That's scary shit. I did it in a room full of people and ended up in tears at the end of it because it was extremely emotional. It was like an emotional offloading. It was kind of like a therapy session, to be honest with you. It was it was very therapeutic. And I know that that Summer had written everything out and had planned out what she was going to say and she just scrapped it and just went from her heart. And I feel like that was definitely the way to go. Because it's more it's it was it was just from her heart. And I don't know how you can be be more authentic than speaking from your heart. And it was it was fantastic. And I would encourage anybody to attend. I mean, it's not just for entrepreneurs and business owners and intrapreneurs. It's for the U conferences is a place for mostly women. We do have some men who attend. Hell, Dusty spoke one time. He was a breakout speaker and his session was fucking awesome and everybody loved it. Um, so it's not just women, but it is mostly women. So if you're a dude, you need to be like, not freak the fuck out by a whole entire room full of women. And sometimes we talk about periods. It's just a fact of life. <laughs> As Rena did yesterday afternoon. It was, it was great. It was, it was so great. And we all, everybody in the room is like, oh my God, yes. Oh my God, yes. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. So we all get it because we all deal with the same shit and, you know, fight a lot of the same battles. They might be on different battlegrounds, but a lot of our struggles and a lot of our strife is very similar. 
and, and you're not alone. That is so much of what people discover when they come to this event is that, fuck, I'm not alone. There is a couple hundred other women who in here that are just like me. They have the same struggles. They have the same, you know, goals. They have the same obstacles in their path and like the same amount of imposter syndrome and self-doubt and all the things that make it hard. We're all the same. We're all different, but there's so much similarities. There's so much overlap. And it's, and it's such a powerful experience. I, I mean, I can't recommend it enough. I, I just really can't. And I do a shitty job of describing it. Um, there are people that can describe it much more effectively than I can. But I feel like no matter who you are, I mean, even if you're a high schooler, college student, there's so much to be gained from attending and Livia will probably start going here in a few years um Kendra's stepdaughter Alex has been a uh, she spoke when was that gosh that was the first virtual conference that we did right because everything shut down right before a conference happened and we had to switch and go virtual like at the drop of a fucking hat. It was chaos. Um, that was also the conference that I completely flopped in my talk. I changed some things at the last minute. And then I was like deer in the headlights and it just fell apart. And I'm like, nope, fuck it. I'm done. So it was a big disappointment um, in myself. And I did not bring it like I usually bring it. And it was a learning experience for me. It was it was definitely, I learned a lot from that experience. And one of these days, I'll have to like do it again, just to do it again and remind myself that, yes, I can do this. It's fine. Because public speaking is one of those things that like, you're like, oh, shit. You know, everybody's sitting there staring at you, expecting you just to drop bombs and perform. And I didn't. It was ugly. Ugh, it was ugly. And Kendra was like, sitting there, shaking her head, like, it's okay. <laughs> oh my God, you're fucking this up royally. I know, because I could see it all over her face and it was fine, but not fine. It was a train wreck. And it, it was a train wreck, like you just, you couldn't tear your eyes away from it because it was just so bad. It was so bad. Whatever. It, it didn't kill me. Um, I'm like not like ruined from that. Uh you take the obstacles and glean the lessons and move on. That's how it goes. That's how it works. I mean, like, I'm not some stellar fucking speaker. I have a less than mediocre podcast that some people listen to. And, you know, like, I like to have conversations with people. I'm a talker. I used to be the person that if it was the middle of the night and I was out on the road, I would be the one that would get you from the rest of your way to your destination because I'd talk your fucking ear off on the radio. That's just what I was. That's who I was. And I still am. I'm, I don't know. God was like, 
unratcheted my jaw. <laughs> Steven used to say ratchet jaw. That's that's what it was, is a ratchet jaw, because it never shut up. He used to be like that too when he was a kid for a long time. And then he went and lived with his uncle Rich, who like never spoke. And then he just became a quiet person and didn't talk very much. So, you know, I did the talking for both of us for a long time. It's fine. I haven't, I haven't thought about that term ratchet jaw for a long time. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, but it's true. That's okay. Embrace it. Embrace your stuff. Like, you know, nobody's perfect. Perfection is overrated, obviously, because nobody's fucking perfect. We are all perfectly flawed. And I was able, I took the time to stop and listen in on some of the sessions. I don't typically sit down much when it's conference day. I'm usually running around and getting coverage and not really sitting in on the sessions very much because I feel like I'm not doing my job if I like stop for a session and listen to a session. But yesterday I did. For whatever reason, I, I stopped and there were a couple of women that really just like punched through my brain. And the second one, especially was Kimberly Fitton is her name. Kimberly Fitton is um, an African American woman who walks into a room with the presence of a fucking lion. I mean, I saw her walk. Okay, so I saw her picture and I'm like, this girl is like fire. Just looking at her headshot, right? I didn't know. I I knew nothing about her. I did not even take, I'll be honest with you guys, I did really did not even take the time to dive into all of our speakers like I usually try to do to learn about them so I can have those conversations. And again, like I said, I did not promote and do the, the pre-up work like I normally do this year. And um, I think that stopping and and maybe it was that's why is that this time I needed to be like hold up you need to listen for a little bit and remind myself why I do this like why do I volunteer my time and why do I contribute and why am I such a cheerleader for this and I feel like that that was at the core of why I stopped and I sat in on several sessions for, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, a good portion of time this time with some of these sessions. And man, I'll tell you what, Kimberly Fitton, like she took the fucking words right out of my mouth, but she delivered them in such a more impactful way than, than I have been able to communicate them. And really like, just like punched it home. I ordered her book today and I, like signed up for her newsletter. And I am totally, I want to learn from her. Like she would just, you know, you find the people that, that draw you in, there's something there that, that draws you to them. It's energy. And she said it too. I, I totally get it. Like energy will draw you to the people you need. And I feel like that pull was there. Um, 
I mean, it's happened. I I recognize this. It's something that has happened to me before. There's other people that like, there's just something about them that just pulled me to them. And in following that, like, I'm not talking about like some intimate way or some sexual way or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, just a magnetic energy that there's just something there that, that pulls you in, whether it be, you know, just the presence or what they're talking about or how they act. Um, just, just the person themselves is just, it's energy. We're all energy. Things are energy. People are energy and all, we're all connected and whether or not you you allow yourself to be open to feeling that energy is a huge game changer. If you close that off, you're like, you're fucking lost your mind. You're talking woo-woo crazy shit. Like if that's your mindset, you are missing out. Because there is so much good and so much potential growth for ourselves when we connect with other people. We as human beings, as a species, are social beings. And I don't think that like we really realize that a lot of people really realize this is that we need that connection. We need that human connection or we go crazy. Look at the last two fucking years of our lives, people. Why do you think so many people have gone bananas why do you think so many people have gone off the deep end? Why do you think so many people have decided to just check themselves out of this life? Way too fucking many. Why do you think that is? I mean, people can only take so much. Everybody has their breaking point. And so many things get piled and piled and piled. The motherfuckers ain't done with us yet. We're like ants. We're like... You know, you got red ants and you got black ants and they're fine together, but somebody comes up and they shake that container that they're all in and they will kill each other. Our container's getting shaken the shit out of it. And it has been for the last two years and they're still going. So our ability to shift and let that not ruin us and look for that connection and the power and the energy in other people in real everyday people is invaluable. It is like critical for our, our, our health and well-being and our mental health and our ability to like fucking function. Why do you think social media is so popular? The whole preface behind it was connection. And then, you know, there's always somebody that's got to like twist something good and twist it more and make it so that it's not good because they're, they're just not good people. And they, yeah, I mean, think about it. Think about it. But again, when that, when, when life gets shaken, okay, okay. Am I going to let this just like paralyze me and I can't move and I can't deal? Or am I going to be like, okay, pivot. (laughs) 
always get that episode of Friends stuck in my head. Pivot! Pivot! With the couch. And I'm going up the steps. Yeah. Ross. Holler and pivot. Yeah. If you... Okay. Yes, I'm old. We used to have... Thursday night was TV night when I was at Iowa State. And it was Friends and then ER. And so we watched every Thursday night. And drank old style light beer like it was our job. <laughs> oh, squirrel. But I'm, I'm really excited to get this book from Kimberly. And I am... She has some downloads available and I downloaded everything. I have not had an opportunity to go through them all yet, but like, I'm super excited to check this out just because I just like some of the stuff that she said was just like, I'm like hand clapping in my head. And then one of them just like popped out and I'm like, and I kind of did like a silent, slow clap. And she looks at me and I'm like shaking my head. Yes. And she's like, it's okay. You can clap. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck yes and <laughs> it was it, she was talking about the word but but and and like you guys I struggle with excuses and I will call people out you say I need to do this but that's your fucking excuse that's your it's it's an excuse as soon as you say the word but it's an excuse it's a cop-out and she talks a lot about owning your shit but she doesn't call it owning your shit, right? That's that's what I call it, is owning your shit. She talks about accepting your flaws and because all of us are flawed and accepting our mistakes because we all make mistakes and being honest about it and just accepting it and moving on. Because again, nobody's perfect, right? We all fucked up. <laughs> like all of us and in a lot of ways. And those ways are sometimes little and sometimes they're big. And it, and it just really, and, and maybe it's just because like, that is something that I feel so strongly about is that, but don't say, but say, and like, uh, I didn't get this done, but I'm working on it. Or I, I, oops, I, I don't, can't even think of an example right now. Or like, um, oh, here's one I hear all the time, hear all the time. I need to work out and I need to start eating better, but I just, I can't find the motivation. And I might just sit there and give you the silent stare as I'm trying to rein my mouth in. What the fuck? Seriously, do you not hear the excuse in the butt? It's a butt, but it's a cop out. It just, it just is. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and, and I do it too sometimes. Like I'll make an excuse. I try not to because like I don't want to be a fucking hypocrite. I want to own my shit too. And sometimes I don't. See, I could have said but there, but I said and. I said and. Because that's the truth. That's that's just the way it is. I fuck up a lot of shit. There's a lot of things I, I screw up. That's it. It's part of life. It's part of being human. Congratulations. You checked the box for being a human being. <laughs> Round of applause. We all are. We all are. We're all human. We're all flawed. 
mean, what else is new? If we were all perfect, you know how fucking boring life would be? <laughs> I, I don't even know, like, how boring life would be. I'm sure it would probably be a utopia, but would we even understand what that is if we were all perfect? I don't know. It's an interesting concept to think about. Oh. I digress. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm excited. And if you, uh, you want to know or are curious to learn more about you conferences, I mean, feel free to ask me. I might, like, just get really excited like a little kid that just saw the big fluffy unicorn in the store and goes ballistically excited about it and just verbally vomits all over you about how fucking awesome it is. Um, it, I can't fake that, though. That's That's just me. I have done live videos uh, looking like absolute dog shit. But this is nothing new for me, I guess. This is kind of my MO now. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious because Brianna Smallwood, who is an amazing woman, uh, yesterday, I guess it was it Wednesday night, I saw her and she's like, girl, you're looking good. And I'm like, well, thanks. I like took a shower, put some makeup on. And she's like, I know I usually see you just all sweaty and gross. And I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> and that's my online present presence pretty consistently. Most like if I actually look like a girl and do my makeup and do my hair and put makeup on and shit, nobody knows who I am. Everybody's like, who are you? What, what do you, what do you do with Aaron? I, I don't, I don't know this girl. Like you, what? I, I did uh, leave my hair down yesterday morning because I had a headache, but it only lasted an hour. I was like, fuck this. I can't stand it. My face has got to go. Got to go. And up it went. And that's how I was the rest of the day. I was working. I mean, I've left my, last year I left my hair down. I made it all day. It was flat and looked like shit at the end of the day. And that's why I don't leave it down. Because it drives me nuts, and then after two hours, it looks like garbage. So, like, fuck it, just put it up in a ponytail and call it a day. It'll be fine. Whatever. So, anyways. But, yeah, if you have uh, questions about you conferences or you, you know, whatever, I'm here. Y'all know how to fucking find me. And if you want to, like, go check out Kimberly Fitton. It's F as in Frank. I-T-T-E-N is her last name. And, um... Yeah, I, I learned some about her, what she does. She is actually, um, shit, she said what her, what her job is. And it has to do with like diversity and equity training. And she puts, uh, it's different. She has a different approach. And I really liked what she, how she presented it and how she explained how she does it. Um, very, very cool. And like, not just like following along on some government issued book standard shit you have to say. Like, I feel like what she does has such a human, uh, a more human concept to it. It's much more applicable. And I think it's very much I'm, I'm, I'm just like guessing here, but I feel like her approach and her delivery and how she does stuff has such a greater impact in a good way. 
because um, I was really surprised when she said like diversity and um, fuck, I can't remember what it's called now. I should have looked, but I was like, what, really? And you know, because you think about that, it, and we've all had to do the trainings or whatever if we've ever worked at some corporate job, and it's like this stuff is so stupid. It's fucking stupid, but. Um, I, I was really intrigued at how she explained it. So I don't know. Anyways, um, I'm going to stop verbally vomiting in your ears right now because I've kind of really gone off the fucking deep end and, uh, I'm going to close this out and that's that. So friends, neighbors, family, whatever you are to me, I love you all. Have a fucking fantastic weekend because it's Friday and um, I want to challenge you to make, if you hate Mondays, make a conscientious effort to make this next coming Monday a good one. Make it a good day. Don't have a good day. Make it a good day. And until then, keep the dirty side down and I'll catch you on the flip side. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Every listen counts. If you like what I'm putting out there, please share it with a friend and hit that subscribe button. Have questions, comments, feedback for me? Shoot me an email at bringitonpc at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day. Go kick ass.